Hi everybody, tonight it is Wednesday and you are watching Cosmically Connected with me, psychic medium Courtney Kane Sides. I am so happy that you guys are with me tonight. It's gonna be a good one, or I feel as though it's gonna be a good one. We are going to discuss, talk about, answer questions about connecting to our guides and angels, how we do that, why we do that, the importance of creating that connection and I hope that you guys understand that in this beautiful podcast, it is a beautiful interactive uh, evening. We connect with you all here in the comments, and I hope that you all feel free to ask those questions. So if you are with me, we're going to call on those guides and angels like we do every Wednesday. I hope that you go ahead and take that good deep breath in with me. Big, big deep breath in, big exhale out. And let's call on our guides and angels. So guides and angels on our right, guides and angels on our left, guides and angels in front, guides and angels in back to balance and harmonize our time here, leaving us in the light and allow nothing but the highest, the truest or the best to manifest upon us now. Well, we're jumping into it tonight. Tonight we are again, we're discussing, discussing, connecting to those guides and angels again, how to do it, why to do it. Um, if you're here tonight and you feel as though you're connecting to your guides and angels successfully, give me a heart. If you feel like you want to know more about even how to access those guides and angels, give me like a star or a moon, something like that. Okay. It's really interesting. We even started this evening off in the way that I have found through my journey in connection is through and with that, call it a mantra, call it the um, mantra of connection, prayer of connection. I see emojis coming in. I love it. Um, that is something that I, through the years, have pulled together, okay, that helps me to feel as though as when I call on my guides and angels, that connection is there with me. I know, like I know, like I know when I say that, when I feel it, that I am protected in that light. I see so many emojis coming in, guys. Good, good, good. I love it. Some, many of you are feeling as though you have those connections and many of you are working on them, still wanting that validation along that way. So thank you for being interactive tonight with that. So many of us understand that those guides and angels have been with us through time and time again, right? We came to this earth having that connection to them and, and understanding through our, call it getting, you know, just aging, um, our spiritual journey, that we have access to these beautiful beings. We feel connected, we feel protected, we feel loved. Many, very often we are not taught how to find access to them. We're not taught necessarily that they're even real. And I saw somebody earlier say, I keep seeing one, two, seven. So tonight we are gonna talk about those signs and symbols and the way that they show up for us. But let's talk first, guys, about the importance of connecting to those guides and angels. And side note, there is a video, another video in the podcast series, where we talk about the difference of the guides and angels and those separate definitions. And so I encourage you to go back and watch that if you're wanting more depth in that regard. So tonight we're talking about just how to access why we feel that calling to do so, how to do it, and even um, what it can help bring to your life, okay? 
So, and I see such great questions coming in. Please keep those there. I'm going to funnel through those things later in the evening, okay? The reason we feel this, feel this pull to feel those guides and angels is because many of us have felt and known that there was always something there, something guiding us, an understanding, an intuitive knowing, even maybe a protectiveness that we have felt um, in our younger years. Many of you who are watching this, let me know with, say, a star emoji right now, if you have felt your guides and angels, that protective feeling, almost this energy of feeling as though you were never quite alone, okay? That energy of feeling as if somebody was right there by your side. Now, very often, we will be nervous about that. We will feel if we're, let's say, unprocessed or um, if we're doing wild, crazy things in life, we will sometimes take that energy of our guides and angels as a feeling of, say, paranormal activity, like in our homes or whatever, when actually it's just simply our guides and angels and we're nervous of it. We're feeling um, afraid of it. And again, so many stars coming in. Guys, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, yes, by the waterfall says, I always felt I was being watched. That is the feeling. And all too, too understanding feeling that I have myself as a child, I felt like every home I ever lived in was haunted. Um, and it, it was just, be, it wasn't haunted. It was just that I was so nervous about it because I never, I always felt as though there was somebody there. Now, us connecting and learning how to connect to those guides and angels, I, I always understand it to be almost as equivalently um, measured in the way that you're you're brave enough to know yourself, if, if you will. So the higher you become spiritually connected, and that also means the braver you are to go deep down into that uh, depth of hurt and pain in your life. Hi, Tamara, my dear, I see you there, my friend. Um, the, the more willing you are to heal that dark stuff. The deeper you'll go, I believe, in your connection to those guides and angels. So in the beginning, again, you might start to feel that that nervousness of feeling watched, that um, nervousness of feeling as though you know there's something there, but you don't know what to call it. That pull to, you know, seeing those those signs, the numbers, the 1111, the 222, which we've also done lots of podcasts over, guys. You'll start to see that and you'll start to also even knowing know that that intuitive nudge that you're feeling is becoming and getting stronger. That's the time, guys, that your soul is being nudged forward to start calling on those guides and angels. Those are already signs and symbols that you're absolutely connected and they're kind of waiting on the sidelines, waiting for you to ask, waiting for you to connect. If all of you will do me a favor and take a good deep breath in with me now, put those feet flat on the floor. And I want, again, to call on those guides and angels, but I want every one of you watching here live or even later on the replay to do this with me right now, okay? Go ahead and take that good deep breath in. Shut those eyes, if you will. Big exhale out and even palms up. So palms up and let's call on those guides and angels, okay? I want you just to observe the way you feel within that breath. And you can follow it in my way, or you can do this on your own. Let's, so let's do that one more time. Guides and angels on our right, 
guides and angels on our left, guides and angels in front, and guides and angels in back to balance and harmonize our time here, leaving us in the light and allow nothing but the highest, the truest, or the best to manifest upon us now. That is the way that I, again, call on my guides and angels. Use that or use your own way to connect. And when you are in that stream of connection, when you are in that center of that soul energy, you are protected. You are connected at a higher level. If that doesn't quite work for you or you feel as though that needs to be tweaked, tweak though that verbiage to to speak to your heart, to speak to your soul, to speak to your energy. How did that feel when we just called on those guides and angels in that way? How did that feel for you all? Um, was it different for you? Do you? Did you feel any tingling? Did you feel a protective shield? Did you feel any connection or did you feel nothing at all? That's also a, no, I didn't, I didn't notice anything. And so I encourage you all through your process of wanting to learn how to connect to your guides and angels. I, I see somebody felt chills. Yes, I see the word delicious, uh, bliss and blessing, um, refreshing. Write that down. When we're connecting, having a notebook handy is always really, really beautiful. John Diaz says tingling, feeling protective, feeling most of all, in, in, ah, let's see that word, invincible and excited. Yes, yeah, so that energy, guys, and in that presence, before you're meditating, before any big something, and you're wanting to have and connect to that highest of energies within your form and that highest guidance, when you are in that stream of light, that you're in the, um, let's call it the, the energy of awareness. And so you noticing those hands tingling, you watching and taking, um, little hints on that calm energy that you're feeling that might change every time you call on your guides and angels. But what you'll find is that collectively you're going to come back to feeling connected to you. Okay. So what many people get um, mixed up on is when working with their guides and angels, they do fixate very often on a name. How many of you have fixated on wanting a name for your guides, for your angels, wanting to uh, be able to label them something? That is something that many might tell you, many people who do what I do, might tell you that it is a necessity to label or to name them. I am under the understanding and the feeling that it is okay for you to simply call them in as guides collectively, angels, source, connect to them all rather than just one source of energy. When you feel and, and call on the collective consciousness, you are then opening up your energy to the entirety of the uh, access of your energy and not just one. Wandering Sufi says no labels. That's right. Um, I love that. By the waterfall says I call mine angel ancestor. So watch the way that it comes to you, that it finds you this, this information you want to use, the way that you uh, are wanting to uh, to feel them. Watch your own specific way of connection because it is 
this connection to our guides and angels is so specific to each one of us that it is tailored to our energy. Now, what that can mean is this, and I'm gonna take a breath as I say it, breathe with me, exhaling that energy out, is that understanding that if we are in the midst of um, hard energy, hard life, and um, we're drinking a lot, we're partaking in extracurricular activities, drugs, things of that nature, your connection, when you're trying to connect, I really advise not to connect when you're partaking with that kind of energy because you're going to get like energy to find you. And I don't know about you, the connection I find to source, I want it to be of the highest, most beautiful good, okay? And often people who have paranormal activity within their home and they're actually having things that are call it nerve wracking or scary, they're seeing that it is almost in direct reflection to the things that they're partaking in in life. So spiritually that can affect you and we can get that very uh, twisted and we can forget how quickly that energy even can seep into our spiritual connection with those guides and angels. So some many I'm getting chills down my leg who sometimes in their life. Listen, my 20s were a great time. I don't regret any of it. But me connecting spiritually in my 20s, not having it. It was, an old, was not always smart for me to be connecting in the way I am today, then, okay? It can be, um, it can be actually a, a hardship if you're being wild and partying and all of those things. I hear everybody says, yep, that's so true. It is true. Sarah says, as above and so below. Amen to that. It is so true. And so if you're participating in something that is not of your highest good, guys, it does come back around even again with those guides and angels. So your guides and angels are there to comfort and hold you. However, if we are not listening, there is a time sometimes that they can stand back and just be a protective shield around us. Does that make sense? It does. And they will help guide us. However, they can only um, help guide. We are the ones that have to decide to take that leap of faith, to connect, to trust the process, to find out how it is that we even connect with them. Because guys, in the way that I even receive might not be in the way that you receive, in the way that I feel uber connected with my mantra of connecting with those guides and angels might feel like nails on a chalkboard to you and you might need your own way. Could it be a song? Could it be a certain meditation? Could it be a word? Could it be a sound? Of course. But if you're asking the guides to come through in a way that you can audibly hear or that you can understand, you will start to be gifted with the uh, connection from those guides and angels. And again, guys, as you're willing to do the work within, those guides and angels will keep showing up for you. Who has felt, and I see so many of those great questions come in, come in, and I will get to you guys. So thank you so much for being here, and thank you for that. Um, I will get to your question, my friend. Um, who has felt at times in your life when you needed them the most, you felt as though they were not there? Anybody give me a hand raise if you say, you know what, I was at my darkest depth, and I was asking for connection. I was asking for a sign, and I felt like I was left. I felt like there was nobody there. It was one of my darkest, deepest times. However, you were able to get through it. 
I'm going to take a breath in. As I say it and exhale it out. How many of you have had experiences like that where it was so difficult and you felt like you were in it alone? Many of us have. And it doesn't mean that we were left. Sarah says, yes. It does mean that there are absolutely, one moment, guys. Absolutely, it's extremely important for you to understand that you were not left, that it was time for you to learn whatever it was that you were needing to go. I know. I started to block them, my friends. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just pausing to take care of that. Um, yeah, Stay Wild Moonchild says, yes, they are always there, even when things aren't going my way. They are. And so sometimes in their gentle connection there there and so this is what I know to be true guys is whenever I'm moving through a hard time and just because we're spiritually connected just because we go through this work and we're helping other people doesn't mean with this we're having this human experience we all move through hard things don't we but when we can stop and take that deep breath in call on those guides and angels and we're still moving through the hard thing and when I call on my, if I ask that nothing but the highest, truest, or the best manifests upon this life of mine while I'm connected under that umbrella of that connection with my guides and angels, if I'm still moving through it, I understand that I'm moving through it because it's going to help me on this path. It's going to be something that I'm either helping others move through later once I move through it. And I almost use the word conquer, but guys, I don't know that it's really a conquering, if you will. It's more of an understanding that we're moving through it and that we're capable of doing so. Because what happens is once we conquer it, I believe that that sometimes can come back again and we start to connect in another way. Angel Warrior says, I started to use my pendulum and my angel oracle and tarot cards more to help me to connect to my guides and angels. So something that is really wonderful something that is a really, really great way to start connecting to those guides and angels is so simple. It's to ask. How many of you have forgotten to ask? So in that meditation, I believe that that is the best place for you to start to feel what those guides and angels feel like. What do they feel like to you? You might feel one prominent, more prominent than the others at times. I have a painting right there that I want to, I almost want to turn that camera to show you. Um, it, you might feel to me, when I feel those guys and angels come through, I feel them coming through behind me. And I sometimes will feel one more prominently coming through than the other. But they all, I, I connect to all of them as a whole, an entire community of connection. Therefore, bringing me the highest of information and highest of energies. If you're wanting to learn one of them, one at a time, one at a time, then definitely call on them and feel them fully, ask them, ask them to show themselves to you. And I would still ask that nothing, ask that their highest and truest selves show themselves to you. I want you to really know, like, you know, like, you know, that you are connected in that light and really grounded in your energies. Again, I want to go back to this almost clause. So to protect your energy, if you're, if you're suffering with any sort of addiction, or if you're suffering with, you know, um, alcoholism or anything like that, I would really suggest you moving through those things first before calling on those 
guides and angels in a way that's going to help you gain more access and information to the life you're living right now. Calling on the guides and angels and knowing that you're protected is one thing, but calling on the guides and angels and wanting to garner information and information about which step to take next, sometimes it's not the right place if you've got so many other things going on that is more of a, you know, a situation that needs to be moved with and dealt with. So as we heal, our energy and as we move through our you know the thing that's coming up for us right and we're um connecting to that highest of energy in a place of balance in a place of almost pure energy you're going to to receive higher information so again if you're moving through chaos within your life I would work on grounding. I would work on self-care. I would work on calling on the angels and understanding and knowing that they're by your side, but not like psychically, to psychically connect or feel them. Mm -hmm. uh, Gregory Jones says, I need you to be my spirit guide, Miss Courtney. Listen, I'm here to help you, my friend. So I'm here to help you. Um, this is something that's really interesting. So um, thank you, Gregory. I appreciate that. We're all each other's uh, partners in this, aren't we? We are in this life, in this community. What I love in this beautiful podcast is you'll see time and time again, people connecting with the other person and answering and helping and, and supporting. And I love that in the way that you guys all rally around each other and look out for each other. It's a really, really beautiful thing. So in a way, aren't we all here guiding each other? I feel like that's what we're doing. So again, guys, having a notebook, again, by your side when you're meditating when you're calling on those guides and angels to me is extremely important it is a way that you're going to continue to heighten that gift and those abilities it is a way that your guides and angels will start to show themselves to you those signs and those symbols that you're receiving they will start to uncover their energy to you and then we'll start to show you in different ways and forms. And so um, you might start to feel just a word. So you're getting a, a word that's finding you constantly. Anybody feel like there's a word for you? A word that keeps finding you, whether it's on, you know, billboards or it's, uh, you know, a word that somebody keeps saying to you and you keep feeling as though that word is connecting to you. Sometimes those words are there because your guides and angels are sending them to you. Somebody keeps saying something and you're like, you're like, gosh, everywhere I go, this person, you know, somebody's reciting this word or saying this phrase, breathing it in, in that moment, full four second breath in full four second pause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the awareness that is mine and exhaling it out. When you exhale it out, I feel when I do that, I'm sending that to call it God, source, light, love, guides and angels. And it's a beautiful, beautiful connection back and forth. And so we're constantly connecting, just not just in, in meditation, but we're connecting within that breath moment to moment. And when you're there and you're wanting more information or more knowledge, you can ask again those guides and angels to come through and show you more in-depth information somebody says oh yes and numbers yes those numbers are amazing sarah says yes i let's move it just went up i was like that with the phrase everything is connected sent me on a journey for sure and so what's interesting robin says yes synchronicities and numbers and other things you'll notice that there are many different things that are being almost put in your path and when you ask to be guided when you're asking 
to be guided under that beautiful umbrella of that nothing but the highest, truest, and the best to manifest upon you. If it's coming up for you, those guides and angels are holding your hand to allow you to receive this gift. And sometimes it's a gift of just simply understanding. It's a gift of connection to, uh, you know, more insight into sometimes even your day an insight into uh, what life is going to put upon you. And sometimes, guys, it is an, a feeling. It is a color that they're expressing. Sometimes it is an energy. And sometimes it's not something tangible. And so that is why we write these things down. Mm. Ashan says, why do troubling things keep happening to me every time I get happy? Um, well, my friend, it is... Let me see here. Um, who, anybody raise their hand. Show me that you understand what he's moving through. I'm seeing that that's definitely happening over the course of the last couple of years. I want you, listen, I don't want to put that just back on you, but you understanding and seeing this almost as a, um, oh, there, there that goes doing that thing that it does. It takes the energy out. Look, there's more people saying, me too, me too. It's happening to them. Um, those things are coming through because it's to move through your system. And so I do feel like you're going to be moving through that. It feels like there's an end to that. I don't want you to expect that to constantly be happening. And listen to what came through before. Call on those guides and angels and ask them, even when you're noticing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, right? asking those guides and angels to come through and asking that nothing but the highest, truest, or the best manifest upon you. So if it's coming through for a reason, it's here for you to move through it. And so, yes, um, Matt says the pol the polarity. And so it is, we can be moving through some of the, the most beautiful things and connecting to our spirit guides on such a wonderful, beautiful level that we're having hiccups thrown our way to see if maybe it stops us from progressing. It stops us from moving forward. And the way that I move through that is through coming back to myself so that, that I can connect back to my center, my soul center, that beautiful protective bubble and that shield where I connect to those beautiful guides and angels. And I'm surrounded by that light. When you really get really clear about your energy and the energy that you're putting back into this earth, you will protect that energy at all costs and understand that within that beautiful bubble, you are enhancing your own gifts and abilities and being a mirror for the world around you, but while connecting to those guides and angels in a really beautiful, impactful way. I hope that helps. So guys, remember to call on them. Your guides and angels are going to come to you in so many different forms in so many different ways, but I want you to keep track of it. I want you to watch how they expand and then kind of pull back at times because they will do that. And even when you think that they're not there, you're still being held. You're meant to be moving through it for a reason. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to come up real quick and we're going to roll through some of these beautiful questions. So I so appreciate you. I'm going to start by the waterfall. When I see 222, I say hello to Angel and sister. Do I just start asking for help? Yes. Yes. That's a beautiful question. And thank you so much. Sometimes it can, the answers can feel too easy. And this is the thing I know Tamara's on here. Tamara's taking my development 
course, my class. Thank you for being here, Tamara. Um, but what happens is it's so interesting to me when I'm working with a client and we're working on them developing their gift and ability, you know, we tend to make it really difficult. We tend to make it really hard. We don't think it can be so easy to simply just ask. And so when they show you something, you can acknowledge it. I always say acknowledge it with that breath. On the pause, thank you, thank you. Show gratitude for it, right? Breathe the energy out and then say, what, is this, what does that mean for me? So if you still have a question after they're showing the next thing and the next thing and then the next thing to you, remember that you can dive deeper you can keep asking questions so that they can stay, keep revealing. And if they are continuing to reveal, then take, thank you, thank you. And write that down in your, you know what I call it, the I'm not crazy book, right? So write it down, notate it. And if they, if you keep asking and you feel like you're not getting anything, just allow yourself to receive. So funny, I just look at my, at the viewers, it says two, two, two. If that's not confirmation, oh man, I want to take a screenshot of it. Ah, let's see guys, hold space. I got it, two, two, two. I'm going to post that. I hope you guys go to my uh, Facebook or Instagram. I will post that after the podcast so you can see that that was confirmation for what that question was for by the waterfall. So thank you for that. We get those signs and symbols. Now listen, I could have just saw that. And thought, oh, it's just a number, right? No, I know, like I know, like I know that I'm connected to source, to my guides and angels with that breath of energy. I'm answering this question for her. And then the number pops up right there. That to me is confirmation to another person. It might mean nothing and that's okay for them. And that's okay for me. So it's also allowing everybody space for them to be who they are, what they want. But if we ask guys, this life is pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Again, Angel was talking about using her tarot cards. We can have many, many ways of feeling those guides and angels and understanding that they are there. Bringer of change says, be aware of both tyrannical dark beings and beings of such light that blinds and causes illusions. Um, that is why we call on the guides and angels. And that's why we must do the work to make sure that we are connected to source. And only we can tell when we're connected there. It's almost like a priest who's going to come in and clear your home or clear your space. That priest knows who and what that priest is connected to. They know like they know like they know, and they understand that energy like nobody's business. You, when you start to call on those guides and angels, you want to be in such a definite energy of awareness of what you're actually calling on that nothing but the highest, truest, or the best will manifest upon you and what you're connecting with. So it is really important. Thank you for that. That's right. They just want us to ask our angels. This is what angel warriors say. That's correct. Yeah. Um, my spirit squad. I love it. Okay, I'm going to keep rotating, guys. There's so many questions coming in. Um, yes, Gregory Jones says, can you ask your spirit guide, what's my spirit guide's name? So you can. I, Gregory, I want you to ask uh, your guides and angels what their names are. This is something when I connect, my guides and angels do not all have names. They might have an, I just got chills on my legs. They come in different forms. And what I mean by that is they, I can just feel their energy. And now how I understand and say it today is they all collectively connect 
and speak through or connect through in source. And by the way, sometimes it's just a knowing. Sometimes it's a feeling. Sometimes it's an awareness. Sometimes it's a light. It changes. And that being open to receive in whichever form they're going to um, bring themselves through to you, be open and allow that to be the case that it is. If you feel as though it's never going to shift and change, very often they that will keep you limited in the way that you're receiving information from those guides and angels. And so that can feel very um, difficult. Um, Jay. Oh, thank you, Jay. You're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, I guess at one point the likes were at one, one, one. Isn't that fun? Thank you for seeing that, my friend. Um, it's interesting because it is one of those things where only we can really tell what truth feels like to us. Is that correct? Is that how you all feel about that? I'm a huge, I always tell everybody, I'm a pretty big skeptic. Most people don't believe that of me. But I think that a lot of people are full of it until you prove me otherwise. And I, I, I assume most people find me in that same light. And I think that that's okay. Because once you feel truth bounced back to you, or once you feel an energy, you can feel what feels like truth to you. You can feel what, what resonates within your core and your energy. And that's also the way it's going to feel with your guides and angels. You will know that, okay, I don't know what it means exactly, but I know it's something, okay? Us having to know it all is sometimes the most debilitating thing ever, is sometimes we will receive half messages from those guides and angels. And we will almost punish ourselves for not fig figuring out, you know, the true uh, connection or what they're trying to relay in their message. But if you're not receiving the full message, you're not to receive the full message just yet. Stephanie says, I've tried to connect with my guides and angels for guidance because the season of life, I feel held back and stuck. Do they have any messages for me? Let's see here. Um, who all can relate to Stephanie in that message? Give me an emoji if you understand that. Okay, I'm going to take a drink real quick, Steph. I'm telling you that there has been um, an energy at work in the last year and a half that many people, many soul-connected spiritual teachers have even felt thrown off their rocker, if you will, in the last year, in the last year and a half. And it's because they... It, this energy has really um, forced us to come down and really um, buckle down and say, is this truly what you believe? Is, tr is this truly what you're going to connect to? Who else has been put up against massive trials and tribulations in the last year and a half? It's a true, real thing, right? So it's one of those things that I want you to, Stephanie, not feel alone with, okay? I want you to understand um, that, that those guides and angels are connecting to you. I want you to understand that they are, Stephanie says, yes, those guides and angels are wanting to connect to you. They are wanting you to understand that these trials and tribulations are moving forward and you're not going to be stuck in them. It does feel like things have lightened up a bit. I want you to understand that you must match 
the energy you and what i mean by that is you when you see excuse me when you feel the energy coming and you feel stuck with that energy i want you to get up and do the dishes i want you to match this in effort i want you to say well you keep coming for me i'm going to show up and keep showing up for me even when it's exhausting even when it's tired we have to continue to keep finding that light within and if all we can get up and do is do the next just basic thing in life it, you're still moving energy does that make sense does that correlate with anybody else right now sitting back and doing nothing is sometimes what the other wants us to do right because energetically they win because we stay we stay low grade <sighs> low energy so it's interesting mm. Sunny says it's good work though sarah says i needed to hear this Oh, 100%, Courtney. Thank you, Wandering Sufi. I appreciate you, my friend. Um, yeah, it's it's hard, guys. It's hard for all of us. Just because we, you know, your teachers are teaching you doesn't also mean that they're still moving. They're that they're that they've somehow conquered the energy. It does feel like it's an energy that uh, you know we must always work for or work through. Um, Jane says I feel alone and disconnected from my angels. Let's see. What do you suggest to do? So, you know, many of us, sometimes our angels will, will bring us a totem, like a totem token or something like that. And so I'm looking around here within arm's reach. Um, and I don't really have anything here at the moment other than, you know, maybe a feather or something like that. But having like a stone, a crystal, having something like a physical connection to something, okay? that uh, when you meditate with this something, infusing this energy with your aim, that angel energy into this object. So the, the, the crystal, the crystal doesn't hold the power. The crystal's just a moment of connection. I mean, crystals are powerful, but the connection to your angels is within you. You need no object to connect to your guides and angels. I want to make that really clear. Excuse me. But, but you having, and having this one particular something special with you um when you're meditating when you're praying when you're moving upon or throughout your day say you're at work and you have that something that crystal i keep wanting to say like rose quartz i'm not sure if you has or have a rose quartz or how you work with crystals or something like that you have this object and it uh connecting with you and you having that in your pocket um it can be a reminder of that physical connection, especially when you're not feeling uber connected, but you know, like, you know, like, you know, that this object is your object that you're infusing that angel energy into. And so you will start to feel that connection. Okay. I just got chills down my legs as I've said that. Um, I do feel, um, as though that energy is going to be finding you and connecting you. Mm. Mm interesting so somebody says transmute the negative yes but we need to remember all are worthy parts of the whole the higher the light the deeper the shadow that is very true so as we're willing to connect to that highest good um you i believe that we must keep dissecting our own life and that's what people call shadow work because it's not always pretty. So the deeper the connection, which typically means the deeper, sometimes that feels like depression. 
the deeper the energy, the higher the connection to those guides and angels. So if we're not willing to do the work and we're keeping it surface in real life, guys, if we're keeping it surface in our own emotions and our energies and we're afraid to have that emotion, we're afraid to go deep with our people, your guides and angels are going to, they're going to be with you and they're going to love you and they're going to connect with you, but they're also going to match you in energy. So they're going to be pretty surface. They are going to be pretty surface. So if you're willing to do that work, oh my goodness, they are going to show up for you. They are going to show up for you. Um, Jane says, thank you. When you mentioned a crystal, I had a rose quartz in my pocket and then you mentioned it. Okay, so listen, Jane, you're already having it. Your guides and angels show that coming through because it's there with you. You feel like it's so subtle that you're not even thinking of that. So thank you for that confirmation. I love that. I love it. Um, it's always really interesting, guys, when that happens, because we very often feel like um, we sometimes have to be hit over our head. We've got to say, oh, my guide's name is Xander, and he comes from the planet, blah, blah, blah. It's not always that dramatic, guys. It just isn't. It can be very subtle and just the warmth sometimes upon your skin when you're connecting to your, in your meditation. Sometimes that's enough. Sometimes that's enough. And I don't know many teachers that are just sharing that. I think that very often teachers like myself and like many other, um, when we're being real honest, they sometimes it is a just a very light, subtle feeling. And we must trust the way in which it comes through. I just said that and I just got chills down my arms. Sometimes it's just a knowing with a with a vibration within the body or on one side of the body, down the knee, down the leg, whatever. It's not always that the, the guide comes through in this light force of energy. Now, when I say that, Stephanie says, yes, I always feel chills on my legs every time I try to connect. So take note of that. Watch that. When you notice those things, take a breath in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the awareness that is mine. And to your guides and angels, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a teacher on my path. And exhale that out. If you watch these podcasts, you will see and understand that I say that with most anything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the hard things, you understand that. And it's extremely incredible and really awesome whenever we can use that energy when things are really hard and then when things are really beautiful because those guides and angels don't leave us. They're with us during those difficult times and they're with us in the most beautiful connections as well. So us being able to remember to call on them. So guys, the first thing most people don't wanna do it's meditation. It's even simply asking them to come through. When you're in the shower, if you don't like traditional meditation where you're sitting down, even if it was three and four minutes on the tail end of that meditation, call on those guides and angels and just sit with them and see how it feels that they're coming through to you and just make note of it. Okay. Make note and put the energy down. Watch how it uh, is discovered in time. Watch how they will show up for you. Watch how that shifts and changes, okay? Reiki Master Trevor says, sadly, many are being directed to looking for experiences outside of themselves. Amen to that. Amen. I will always direct you back to that. It was through the podcast that I heard even this phrase from the guides and angels. And I said, soul center. I've always said that beautiful bubble of protection. And in a podcast, I heard the guide said, souls are our soul center is where we're connecting. 
when we are in discussions with people, that information we receive that gets spoken with where it just falls out of our mouth, that's guided from our guides and angels. We sometimes have to just be in awe of the reception of it, if that makes sense. So us getting out of the way. And what I mean by that is out of our out of the way of the preconceived ideas of how they're going to come through to us out of the preconceived ways of how they're going to speak to us how you know well my friend jennifer receives in this way and my uh, mine aren't coming that way so then what happens is somebody might start to feel a lack or a lack of this or a lack of that when actually your guides have been showing up in color your guides have been showing up with an inner knowing without you knowing how you know you know but you knowing you know something they're showing you in other subtle ways. And until, thank you, Atoma, until you know thyself, you're going to look for the energy in the world around you. You're going to grasp and be on a quest to connect to those guides and angels, yet not understanding that you have that beautiful light switch within yourself. And it takes time, but it's worth it. And it's beautiful. And only you can do it for you. And those that are here to help others and those that are here to help connect to it. Ooh, I'm getting chills as I say it. Many of you are too, I can tell. You're getting chills while we're talking. Give me the, like a star emoji so I can see that we're all connected in that energy. Those understand and feel that energy, understand that there's something greater. There's something this is bigger than us, us coming to this awareness with those guides and angels. This is more grand than what any of us even have the awareness and the ability to understand. Wandering Sufi, Sufi says the penile. So the penile gland in the brain is major. And so, you know, we could go into all kinds of information with how the government has been trying to put things out there to help cal calcify that uh, penile gland. Um, I worked for a company, a brain uh, a neurofeedback company for many years and loved that work. And if I actually was not doing that work, I don't know that my skepticism side of me would have ever have um, done this fully. And I worked with some world renowned neurologists and quantum, quantum physicists and healers, uh, shamans from around the world. It was amazing. And I did a lot of neurofeedback. And it is so true that you can actually measure the brain activity. You can measure that connection between, um, I would call it my guides and angels, my loved ones on the, on the other side and source. Now, they can't come out and say that necessarily, but we did the work. And I know we did it. And it's pretty darn amazing. And so it, when we meditate, neurofeedback is like meditation times 10. And so when we do that work within and we commit to our self connection, guys, it lights our energy on fire. We are a magnet for more. And what I'm telling you is if you are showing up in this way, your guides and angels are going to be leading people to you on your path. You're going to meet somebody and you're, they're going to have the thing that you knew you needed that even though your guides aren't necessarily saying, hey, Courtney, this is the person, this is the person you need to talk to. You have been put into to connection with this person. They have been brought to you on your path. 
even by those guides and angels. So start asking them and try this as an exercise in the morning. You wake up. Well, let's start first when you go to bed at night. Call in your guides and angels and ask them to come through to you, give you a message in a way that you can consciously understand when you wake up. Ask, just ask and see what happens. If nothing happens, awesome. If something happens, even more awesome. But write it down and see how it falls into place later. Wake up, thank you, thank you, thank you. Show gratitude and start connecting to them all the while in the morning. And even when you're in the shower, that shower, that water acts as a conductor. So if you're in the bathtub or if you're in the shower, that's a beautiful place to pray. It's a beautiful place to meditate. It's a beautiful place to call on those guides and angels and just see what comes through. What you'll find is you will have massive things come through throughout your day as validation. Guys, it doesn't matter what your guide's name is. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does not matter. But what matters is that you're calling on them. What matters is that you're asking. And what matters is that you're putting the work in to your own self-care and your own work. You're doing that. Okay, guys, I'm trying to block the, the spam there. I think I got them all, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, one moment here. Um, it's just super interesting. Okay. One second, guys, my friends, my friends. Um, okay, thank you for that, guys. Thank you. Um, who is this? Finesse J says, that's where intuition and discernment play a key role. It sure does. Um, discernment and um, a knowing, it's really all the same to me. It's semantics. Um, and I don't really argue semantics with people necessarily. Um but they do, it's, it is the same thing. You in, To gain that understanding, to gain that discernment and that intuition and to really honor your own awareness of it, it really to me starts with calling on those guides, those angels and, and watching um, the connection and how it plays out in your life. Just simply your day. What you're going to find is you're connected and you're going to find amazement in it. And you're going to find my, like, oh my gosh, I wish that I had known this my whole life. You wish that your mothers were validating you your whole life. So those of you with children, I'm telling you to start writing those things down, those little moments of um, uh, insight when your child comes in and has that information for you you writing those aha moments down for them so that later in life, they don't have that question of, am I crazy? Am I making this up? No, mm -mm. they will know like it. They know like they know that they are connected. By the waterfall says the shower is a great place to pray and manifest. Water is very powerful. Yes, it is. Hence your username, of course. I love it. Um, Kat says our light attracts them to it really does. I love it. Um, it's really interesting. So it's, I would really encourage you guys to also not make it so hard. Okay. Um, not make it so hard. Um, I would like you to make sure that you understand that you calling on the guides looks and you receiving your guides and angels in a way that they come through for you in a way that you can comprehend and understand. You can ask for them to come through in that way for you. So many of you might feel sometimes at night that you're um, being woken up. Who have you, who, how many of you have been like, felt like you were being woken up in the middle of the night um, or like you were feeling like your guides and angels were waking you up at like 3.33 in the middle of the night or at one o'clock every night? Anybody here? Okay, let's see here. 
Uh, Gregory Jones says, do we get spiritually attacked in our sleep? I think that, listen, I think that if we're doing this work, really good question. And we're not protecting our energy in the light. We can be calling on and asking for a lot of uh, interaction that's not useful. And so um, I protect my energy. So when I'm not in a session, my that bubble of protection is I'm shielded in a way. That shield does not prevent my guides and angels from coming in, but it only that nothing but the highest, truest, and the best can manifest or come in to connect with me. If it is not of my highest good, it ricochets off of my bubble of light and goes back on. Guys, you can create that by just feeling that golden light surrounding you and know like you know, like you know that you are massively connected. You have the ability to do that. Nobody has to, to do that for you. You can do that. You're connected to source. You are. You have that connection to your guides and angels. And so I think that, yes, that can happen if we're just so open. And what I find is most people who are growing, many, just want the experiences. So they don't care necessarily if they're they're connecting to really beautiful high energies or they're connecting to low-grade energies. I'm very particular. I want nothing but the highest truths or the best to connect. And to me, that is why I also deal, I'm getting chills as I say that, with high-level um connection high level beautiful source energy is because that's what i that's what i'm willing to work with and i'm also showing up in life willing to do the inner deep work to go within by the way that's not always fun to do that so that i can connect to that source energy you all have that ability to do the same so if we leave ourselves spiritually open you can absolutely Leave yourself open to receive whatever's floating by. And I don't know about you, I'm not interested in that. So you get to decide and make parameters on how you're going to proceed within your gift. I don't believe that that caps me in any way, shape, or form. I believe it um, keeps and protects my energy and heightens my awareness to what is what I need to be feeling or receiving. So I do feel like you can have that again, that ability to do that. So the point of the, you know, waking up in the middle of the night or them connecting to you, I remember in my awakening feeling as though sometimes I would feel a tap on my my arm. And I had a gut inner knowing, a gut awareness that my guides and angels were saying like, okay, Courtney, come on. Um, it was just during those time frames, say like one o'clock to like 4 a.m., is a very, um, let's call it the veil is very thin during, excuse me, that time of an evening. But because of being that young kid, nervous about everything I felt in the home, I don't love to, I don't love to be nervous or get woken up or touched in the middle of the night. And so I have operating hours or parameters wrapped around my receiving information during the middle of the night. I can, I'm more than welcome to have a dream or I'm more than welcome to receive in that way, but don't wake me up guides and angels don't whatever. So I make sure I tune into them and hello, I tune into them all day long with that breath. And so I'm receiving in that way. If you are open to receive in that time frame, then more, I think, receive, do that. What I noticed back then is that I was more prone to be woken up at that, that time and feel like I needed to 
like write or journal. Sometimes one might call that automatic writing. And so if you're open to it and you know that you're connected to nothing but the highest, truest and the best, um, then I say go for it. If you're not, then I would shy away um, because of those energies. And I don't believe it's just the evenings, by the way, that we can get spiritually attacked. I believe that that can be any time, any time. And again, the more that we weaken our energy with um, alcohol and extracurricular activities, the more you're weakening your access to the high level of information that you're receiving from the highest um, guides and angels. And so you're kind of diminishing that light too, which is not always fun, guys. I still will have a drink here and there and have a great time when I do. But what I do is I make sure that I'm not working and I have time to kind of move through that. And so it's something that I do take very, um, you know, pretty responsible or I take pretty high responsibility with it. And so I think it's important. Um, yeah. Sarah says, whoa, she said 333 and someone commented 333 at the same time talking about timing. Ha ha ha. That's great. Um, Roderick says, oh, no, here we are. I just got off our thing for a second. Roderick says, I woke up every night around three-ish. Yeah, watch it. But what you'll also see is you will notice that there is uh, sometimes a time frame, like a season that you'll have those interactions with some people or with uh, those experiences. And so you might find that for two years, I, I was woken up at this time every night. So log that, catalog that. I always say collect the data. So when you do that, you'll understand that that was here for a season, but it was here for a season to show you that there was an evolution within your process of connecting with those guides and angels. It's amazing. It is amazing. This, I, I'm telling you in my work, you know, I see clients Tuesday through Friday. That's what I do for a living. I have and conduct private in-person sessions and virtual sessions. And what I'm telling you is that connection to those guides and angels is pretty miraculous. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty amazing. And when we sit there and we collect that space for connection, there's so many different beautiful things that can come through. And when we um, show up, let's call it show up for spirit, spirit's definitely going to show up for you. But again, I want you to understand it's, it can be a very subtle connection and a very subtle awareness, okay? Um, Stephanie says, I always ask for the protection from the white light from heaven. I think that's beautiful. And when you say that, Stephanie, I feel that protection around you. So I really love the way that you do that. Gregory says, the energy I try to connect with is the Holy Spirit of the universe, which is love. I love that. And I feel that for you, too. I just got chills as I said it. Um, only we can understand when something really resonates with our heart and our soul, and you will know. You might not understand fully what it is or what it means, but you're going to understand that there's some source of something to it. Um, I always say, the more we know, the more we know nothing. And so I think we'll know when we're fully there on the other side. And I, I have a lot of information about this. And so the fact that we're going there and we're finding there's more beautiful revelations every moment, every day, every hour, every year. And to think that we've figured it all out, I think is pretty crazy. And so I think that when we continue to stop asking, is whenever they're just simply also, our guides and angels become a little more passive where they're just simply there holding space. 
And I don't know about you guys, I want to be an active participant in this life of mine. So I want to be um, here fully uh, having that spiritual awakening, connecting to my guides and angels and learning all that I can and helping um, the world around me. Yeah. And so uh, Atoma says, somewhere I have a gut feeling that an aspect of my sleep, my sleep paralysis, it's a reflection of my own resistance. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So even just that awareness. So you say that, I want you to take a breath in. Thank you. Thank you for the awareness that is mine. And thank you to that for being a teacher on your path, right? <sighs> Exhale that out and put, give that out to the universe. Universe, somebody was calling that heaven's light, universe, source, love. When you exhale, give that and allow that to be held there and understand that you might not have to understand how that's being corrected or fixed or moved through, but you understand that you will be. Okay. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Hit the like button. Thank you, my friend. Um, oh, no. We're having glitches every moment, moment. I keep having a glitch on here. Um, so, guys, I want you to do this. So your homework, everybody has homework right now. So your homework is to start, if not every day, do it once a week, to sit in a moment of time with yourself. If you're truly wanting to call on those guides and angels, okay? Um, if you can sit and create that space for yourself to go within, to process what you're moving through through the week, you're processing your own truth, your emotions, your feelings, you're, you're being productive, productive with all of that. You're making way in space for you to do that. We cannot ignore life and that stuff and then want to jump tail right to the guides and angels. I think we have to clear the path by clearing the path. And I say that not so hard to do, isn't it, guys? And when you do that, you can then start to call on those guides and angels or call on the guides and angels in a way where you're maybe psychically wanting to connect and start to ask them to show up again for you in a way that you can consciously understand and that you can receive them and watch and see how they start to show up for you. Thank you, Michael J for that. I appreciate it. Michael says, what do you feel it means when you are named after Archangel Michael by mom, but father wanted the name to be Damien. My dad just thought it was a cool name. To me, it's that polar connection. I kind of think it's cool in a sense. Michael, you're here, so I understand that you are of the light. That's the way your energy feels to me. So I always say, how in the world can we fully know the, the light if we don't fully know the dark? And I feel that that's the same way for ourselves. How in the way, how in the world can we connect the highest of forms and the highest of energies if we're not willing to go and be really honest about that dark corner within, right? And I lead and teach from that place of also having to do the work, guys. And that's not an easy thing. All right, guys, there's so many questions. I love you all so much. Um, watch it. I see lots of dreams about or lots of questions about dreams. Um, uh, stop dreaming after my awakening. Um, I've, I've done that too. I used to have really massive vivid dreams and then would stop dreaming for a while and then it just started back up again. And this is what happens now. I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming so deep again. It just means I'm in the process of working through stuff. So working through stuff consciously, psychologically, emotionally, uh, spiritually, all the things. And that you see my face as I say it, it's hard. It's hard. We have to do the work. And so understanding um, I want to say honor the time that that pause is there 
because you just might be needing the pause before it comes right back. So don't feel as though something's been lost. Just understand you're in a new season of receiving. Okay, guys. All right. I love you all. Thank you so much for being there or being here. I so appreciate you. If you guys are interested, we're always here every Wednesday doing this beautiful po podcast. Please make sure you hit the follow, you hit subscribe so you can be notified when we're here on Wednesday live, that you're also on Instagram. I share all the paintings from the sessions throughout the week and any virtual and in-person events there and on the Facebook business page. So under CourtneyCaneSidesMedium.com um, or Courtney Canesides Medium on any of those handles. I love you all. Thank you guys so much for the love. I'm sending it right back wholeheartedly with you. And I want to keep growing with you. So if you're interested in this too, there is a beautiful VIP uh, inner circle group. We actually meet tomorrow. We do that every uh, month for two, uh, one and a half hours, twice a month. And we go all in. It's a very um, intimate, sweet community and we share it all. So there's always lots of tears from them, me, all of us. So it's a really cool place to even go in deeper. And we also connect through Zoom and that. So we're not just seeing comments, we're getting to actually see each other. And that's really a beautiful thing too. And also if you want that private session, you can always book that at CourtneyCaneSides.com. Um, again, I, I do virtual and in-person sessions Tuesday through Friday. So I'm always here. I love you guys. And I'm so excited to be on this journey of awakening with you. So start practicing calling on the guides and angels and start opening your hands to receive the connection. But make sure you protect your energy within that bubble and know like you know, like you know that you are protected in the light. I love you guys and I will see you later. Bye-bye.